What's good? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. We have something exciting happening this week, y'all. We have a three-day challenge on breaking free from drama addiction. Now, I know. I get it. We don't walk around saying, oh, yeah, I'm addicted to drama, right? But it's a, a very good question, right? It warrants asking, am I? Could I be addicted to drama? I actually knew someone that identified as being a chaos coordinator. And I had asked this person, do you want to surrender that role? (laughs) Because as long as you call yourself that, as long as you identify with that, that is how people will relate with you. That is what they will constantly expect you to do, to coordinate and manage their chaos. And if you don't want to do that anymore, perhaps surrender that role, okay? So drama addiction is going to be something that we do actually break down so you can understand this. But essentially, we don't know how to operate if there's not chaos and crises in our life. Like if life is peaceful, we're like, this is boring. I need some drama in my life. Hence, we're addicted to it in the most simple form, okay? So we're going to heal this dependency on crisis and chaos in ourselves and in others, okay? So just ask yourself, do you know someone who thrives in chaos? They just seem to thrive on it, right? Are you around people who manufacture crises where there is none? They make mountains out of molehills, and their very presence feels like an inescapable whirlwind. They're like a walking tornado. Do you know people like that? Do you keep company with drama kings and queens? (laughs) Do you identify as being a chaos coordinator? In this three-day challenge, it's going to be Tuesday the 22nd through Thursday the 24th inside the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. We're going to go through what drama addiction is and what it's not. We're going to talk about how to identify drama patterns in yourself and in other people. This helps you recognize how close people can or can't be to you so that you can establish healthy boundaries. We're going to talk about the somatic effects of drama addiction, right? We're really aware of our nervous system these days and what's starting to happen in our insides. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the origins of drama addiction, where that's coming from, and give you some practices for recovery and healing so that this doesn't have to be your life. Like living in drama, chaos, and crises over and over and over is not normal, but it will be your normal if you don't know the difference. Okay? So we're going to bring truth to light here. So you can join us for these three days. You're going to learn practical strategies to understand and break free from drama cycles. And you're going to see that life doesn't have to be a constant cycle of crisis, chaos, and chronically high levels of stress that's actually destroying you, okay? All are welcome. So if you know someone that needs to be here, or if you got a friend that you just want to be a spiritual running buddy with you, get them in the room. You can go to www.courageco.org and you'll see the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, okay? The Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle is an entire year of monthly masterclasses that are 60 minutes in length and monthly challenges that are three days in length, okay? These often have a training that is an hour. Even in the three days, we train for an hour, and then there's a live coaching component. So you can benefit by being on live for sure, because Holy Spirit always knows who's in the room, and you can get that personalized coaching and breakthrough while you're on live, but you can also benefit from the impartation that happens in just watching a replay. So you get an entire year of personal growth and spiritual development 
really growing and maturing in Christ, right? You get an entire year of this for only 50 cents a day. Insanity, okay? So for a one-time payment of $197, you get an entire year of content. So you get every single masterclass and challenge that we've done to date, and you get to be a part of any future challenge. You don't even have to register for them. You can just RSVP inside the Courage Co. Masterclass bundle and get instant access and be in the room. And something different happens when you actually invest in your development. When you join for something for free, you don't care. You're not invested. You don't get what you came for. Everything that's changed my life, I've had to pay a price for. I've had to invest in myself and I get what I invested in. I get what I came for and I encourage you to do the same thing. We made that very easy for you to do. So you can join this for free. We actually let you try the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle for free for three days, okay? So you can try it for free for three days and then you can join us for $197 only for an entire year and get access to Courage Co., which is our prayer calls, our weekly small groups, and the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, which is all of our live monthly trainings. And there's so many other things that you can plug into once you're inside. So get access, get in the room. You can join us for free. It's the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, www.courageco.org. We are breaking free from drama addiction. And I'm so, so excited for you because I personally know firsthand when you get healing, when you get deliverance, when you break free from these things that wanted to hold you back and keep you in bondage, you've got a lot of freed up energy to start creating what you're on this planet to create. You've got more time <laughs> given back to you to really grow in your relationship with God, to get invested in the things that truly are your priorities and that you do actually value and you reap and yield much fruit. And it's truly beautiful, right? You get to move by grace through faith and that's a totally different way to live. You can live in a lightness of being. You don't have to constantly be constantly be living under the influence of chaos and crises in your life. And it's just such a beautiful gift freedom. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. And we're going to make it really clear how you can step into that in a greater way. So do not miss this. www.courageco.org. Get in there. You will get access to every single challenge that we've done, every masterclass that we've done, and you get to be a part of every upcoming challenge and masterclass that we do for an entire year. All right. Plus you get access to the notes. So you can watch the replays on demand. You'll get access to the notes. So if there's something that you missed, you can go back through and look in the notes. And we have tons of guest interviews, which is really important because we're changed by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimonies. So testimonies impart breakthrough to you. So all of those guest interviews, consider them breakthrough invitations. Okay. And those are just bonuses. You just get them. And this is in a private access within Courage Co. So there's a private feed. And so as you're going through this content, you can also ask questions on it and continue to get coaching around that and support. It's a live feed. So we are here to be working and interacting with you wherever you are. You could go listen to something from months ago and we can still partner with you and support you in any questions that you have. So get in there, give yourself this gift. You can also gift this to a friend. We make a way to do that as well. So get in the room. I'm really excited and I look forward to connecting with you soon. I'm so excited for what God's going to do in there. All right. So today, what I thought I might offer you is a little bit about God's vibes, maybe in a way that you didn't hear it before, but we're going to talk about specifically relationship. I know that there's a lot of folks that 
have been in a single season or they want a stronger, healthier marriage or they, you know, are are walking through a season of divorce or they've just, you know, come out on the other side of a divorce and they're really afraid to engage in a partnership again. Wherever you find yourself relationally, I want to offer this different perspective. This is even a great thing to offer young girls to teach them about relationship because often we didn't get this teaching and training, okay? So I'm gonna help break down uh, how we avoid nightmares. (laughs) How we avoid partnering with nightmares, okay? It's really important that we are emotionally healthy, right? If you are emotionally healthy male or female, that is so, so important so you would attract an emotionally healthy male or female, right? We really want to make sure that we're not dating and partnering with somebody in the hopes that we'll change them later because you can never change a person. We also can look into a potential person. We can see from their past, right? Maybe how they'll act in the future, Okay, that's really important. Your past does not limit you, but it does give you insight into patterns, okay? And male and female stereotypes can really inhibit godly relationships and taking care of yourself physically increases your confidence. So we're gonna talk about a nightmare (laughs) and I'm gonna give you some stories from nightmares, right? That could really help you avoid them in the future so that you are prepared and you're expectant and hopeful about your partnership because The covenant of marriage specifically is a blessing from God, okay? And it's designed to function in a way that blesses you, all right? So we're going to talk about this today, okay? So I just want you to think about how many marriage horror stories have you heard? How many marriage horror stories have you heard? You probably remember attending at least one beautiful wedding where a couple gazed deeply into one another's eyes and they recited marriage vows of an ending love. And you may also watching that relationship slowly deteriorate over the years, finally ending in divorce. That probably scared you, didn't it? Right? And if you've only seen people that can't stay together, you probably wonder, well, who can, right? especially if it's a person of faith, right? Like if they can't stay together, then who even can, right? So the big question you're probably asking yourself is, can I avoid the same thing happening to me? And the answer is yes. Again, no matter what your journey has been, okay? The answer is yes. You could be on the other side of a divorce. You could be walking through a divorce. You could be single, never married. You could be in a relationship and still wondering if you can make adjustments to make that stronger. The answer is yes, okay? And if you are here living, breathing, there is always hope, all right? So one of the best ways to protect yourself from a disastrous marriage and just repeating all these crazy patterns, right, is to use caution in your dating life. Okay, and again, you still date in marriage too, so this can still apply there. Are you going out with a kind of man who would make a good candidate for a husband? Same thing, are you going out with the kind of woman who would make a good candidate for a wife? We don't ask that, and we need to ask that. If not, we need to find out who we're attracting or why we're attracting the wrong type of individuals. Right? We, we can't really control how people show up, but we can control why we're attracting that. We can start doing things about that. One being awareness, which is what we're offering today. 
So let's go to the root of your relationships with males. Again, men, you can do this with females and start specifically with women with your father, right? I once heard a woman say, I'm so thankful for the second and third person of the Trinity, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, because I can never relate to God as a father. I relate with this woman as well, right? She was speaking out of the pain that had been caused by her relationship with her earthly father. And many women, you can just ask them, many women have heartbreaking memories in regard to their dads. Yet, in my conversations with different pastors, counselors, different clients, I've learned that nearly all agree that most women marry a man who is either just like their father, unlike her father in actions, but possessing the same spirit, or fulfilling the role of a missing father. Yikes, right? And as I reflect on the hours I've spent coaching and sometimes ministering, right, and counseling both single and married women and men, right? I know the pattern for women is accurate, for sure. I even know this in my own life, right? It even applies to the woman who has never met her father, but is somehow aware of her characteristics. And I know for me, I have an adoptive father, I have a birth father, I've actually met my birth father, and I know this to be true, okay? So the scary thought is you've married your father, right? So during a woman's conference, a beautiful petite woman named Debbie came for some counseling, for some support. And she really described her horrible marriage and divorce with just such defeat, right? Her husband had committed adultery, abandoned her, and married the other woman. And she was left with a huge financial burden and the responsibility of raising two children alone. A lot, right? Overwhelming indeed. Following the infrequent occasions when her children spent time with their father, she would fly into a rage as they described his life with his new wife. That's a really difficult situation to experience. Now, when asked about her father, she shook her head. I don't remember my father. He left my mother for another woman, and my mother was very bitter. See what happened here? So it seems as if she married a man like her father. Now, when she recognized this, there was just horror all over her face. She couldn't believe that somebody would highlight something like that to her. And unfortunately, if she doesn't take a serious look at how she's trying to select a future husband, there's a very good chance she would make that same mistake again. So we don't do well when we don't speak truth from love to people. We don't. We actually hinder them and are responsible for that. So what's fascinating is how much the physical world parallels the spiritual realm. So for example, our understanding, and this is where God's vibes can be very helpful for you to understand, but our understanding of radio waves and how they are transmitted and received can help us visualize our relationships with people. We all have this tendency to draw certain types of people to ourselves and to repel others. It's a vibe. It's a frequency, okay? And if you turn on a cordless portable radio, lift the antenna, and begin to move the dial, it will pick up every signal capable of reaching the unit. The listener selects the type of programming that suits his or her interest. Have you ever wondered how the voices in music get into the cordless radio? 
The simplistic answer is there is a radio tower that transmits a signal. The signal searches for a receiver and the receiver is located in the radio. So we know Satan, the enemy of your soul, is the prince of the air, okay? He rules the airwaves. And that Jesus is the king of kings, amen, and the Lord of lords. Thank God, right? Alleluia. So let's imagine that both of them are transmitting in your area where the station's call letters start with K, all right, with the letter K, like K for kingdom, okay? So some of Satan's stations would be K-L-S-T, let's call it lust, K-F-E-R, fear, K-G-R-D, greed, K-D-P-R, depression, and K-P-R-D, pride. Now, don't confuse these fictitious names that I'm giving you with actual radio stations in your area, okay? (laughs) Jesus only needs one station, K-G-O-D, all right? And if we listen closely, we might hear, this is K-G-O-D broadcasting live from its heavenly shores. Now, whatever you do, don't touch that dial, right? Think about what are you constantly tuning into? What is your frequency full of? What are you vibrating to in your thinking, in your feeling, in your speaking, in your producing of behavior, in your decision making? What are you vibrating to? What is your frequency? During a reconstruction process, which is often happening when we are leaving old things behind and stepping into something new, Often when we get a word in this month, the month of August, right, when we're recording this, eight is the number of new beginnings. But let me tell you, while new beginnings are exciting, what most people don't tell you is new beginnings are often painful endings. Often we have to cut things off. We have to break ties with. We have to move on from. We have to release. We have to let go of things in order to embrace the new. Otherwise, we can't step into it. Okay, so painful endings are often new beginnings. They're synonymous, right? And during your reconstruction process, I hope my encouragement to you is that you'll be so tuned into K-God, K-G-O-D, right? That every other station, especially the ones that the enemy wants you to tune into, will be offensive to you. So you can keep your dial in place by doing these things. Reading your Bible every day, right? Our faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've got to be reading the Bible and say it out loud. Speak it over your life. Read it for understanding. Read it for application. Read it so that you embody it and that you apply it in your life. Don't read it to check it off your list. Like Read it to get it, to understand it, to apply it so that you can embrace it and embody it in your life. It's not ever how much word you know. It's how much you live that matters. Okay. So read your Bible every day, pray for help and listen for answers, right? Don't just pray and ask for help. Like listen for God to answer you and watch him do it. Praise God for his power and for his love, for his grace, for his mercy, for his loving kindness that he lavishes upon you. Fellowship with other believers that can help sturdy you and strengthen you in your faith. Meditate on Jesus's life and words, his examples, right? And obey God's commandments, right? People shall know that we are truly God's kids by our love and by our fruit. You can't live with either if you're not obeying God's word, okay? 
So whenever you walk into a room full of people, you can be sure that they are tuned into some stations, right? Like we are innately drawn to people who are on our frequency, okay? People might talk like this is just a law of attraction or a manifesting thing, but the truth is we are truly drawn to people who are on our frequency because that's what we recognize. That's the station that we're on. That's what we know. That's what we understand, okay? Even if it's not good for us, we can recognize it and we know what to do with it, all right? We may even say, like some, we we may even say we like someone because we are both on the same wavelength. Have you ever said that before? Oh, we just are, we've got like the same vibe. We're on the same wavelength, right? And the deepest parts of ourselves, our soul, our will, our character will be affected by the kind of programming that we've chosen. And choosing programming is a choice, right? Like just what, like you would like Netflix and chill, You're choosing what you watch on Netflix. You're choosing what you scroll and see on social media. You're choosing what you listen to with your precious time every day. What podcasts actually build you up? (laughs) What ones actually sow value into you so that you can produce much fruit? You decide what things do that. What songs, what artists you're going to listen to, what you are literally sowing into yourself. You decide that. You choose your programming. Assuming you're a faithful KGOD listener, any man in the room who is single and truly loves the Lord and is working on personal wholeness will probably be drawn to you as a woman and vice versa for men. However, if you're picking up on KABS, abuse, KNGL, neglect, or KLIS, lies, you can also expect a man on those same frequencies to respond. Think about that. Again and again, women attract addicts, victims, users, losers, and abusers who always have an excuse for their irresponsible behavior. Narcissists also always have an excuse, for sure have an excuse for their abusive behavior, irresponsible behavior. And if a woman transmits an advertisement that she's interested in rescuing lost men, you can be sure she'll find a few derelicts hanging around her door. Always. You didn't know it at the time, but as you were growing up, your stations were being programmed. People were punching your button. Your format was being established. Now that you're grown, (laughs) it's up to you with God's help to reprogram your life, right? In life coaching, in that industry specifically, there's a term that's out there called reinvent your life. No, no, no. No, 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 no. We're not trying to figure out who we are. We actually are trying to just be more of who that is. Right? We can know who we are when we have a relationship with God. Okay? We don't have to try to figure out who we're supposed to be. We have a manual. We just need to be that. And we are a unique expression of God. No one is going to express God's unique expression through you but you. And nobody can compete with that. You are a unique expression of God. You're not trying to figure out how to go be somebody else. You're just trying to imitate his image in your life. That's a practice. That's being more of who God's form-shaped and anointed you to be. It's being more godly in your thoughts, in your words, in your actions, in your heart, in your behavior. That's not something you go out and look for. That's something that you start being now, okay? And God, with the help of the Holy Spirit, guides you into that with his word. All right? 
So reinventing your life is not the aim here. Reprogramming, right? By renewing your mind and practicing new patterns. That's how you replace old ones. You practice new ones, okay? And we actually have the code, right? Prayer is a technology, number one. So that's the right code to unleash God's word in your life. And God's word never returns void, okay? But we also have principles. We have standards. We have biblical truth that we can apply in our life that yields a return, okay? So we're not out here not sure of what programming to start programming. We've got the programming. Will you program it? That's the question. Will you turn into it, okay? But you didn't know at the time growing up, your stations were being programmed and people were punching your buttons, right? And your format, your world as you knew it, right? Your conditioning was being established. But now it's up to you with God's help and the power of the Holy Spirit to reprogram your life. And once you lock into K-God, K-G-O-D, there needs to be a commitment to stay tuned to K-G-O-D. God's vibes matter. That is the only frequency you need to be intimately connected to. And I can promise you, it will be difficult. It will be a complete countercultural move for you. It will be against everything that you've programmed likely, okay? An intense static will be generated by storms in your life, but you don't want to touch that dial no matter what. How do I know that? What does it say? Abide in me, right? Apart from me, you can do nothing. Nothing, right? You've got to stay connected to the vine. And there may be times when High, almost insurmountable mountains cause the transmission to fade in and out, but don't touch the dial. Other stations will bleed in and out, but don't touch that dial. You'll go through some of life's tunnels, totally lose all reception, and be tempted to reach over and try to adjust the station, but don't touch that dial. Don't do it. Wait until you break into the clear right? When you're on an airplane and you've got all this turbulence and you're taken off and you're just in clouds and you can't see anything, you will break through into a clear. And when you look out the window, it's the most beautiful display of God's glory. And suddenly all the turbulence has gone away and it's totally clear and you just get to look on his goodness, right? You'll hear the sweet words, this is K-God broadcasting live from its heavenly shores. Stay tuned to Talk From The Heart, with none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't touch that dial. God constantly wants you to be receiving his goodness. He delights in prospering his servants. He came, Jesus came, that you might have life more abundantly to the full until it overflows. Not so you can tune all into the enemy stations. So while we grow up, our earthly father is supposed to be a physical representation of our heavenly father. He was instructed through God's word. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 7. And you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath. But bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord, Ephesians 6, 4. When a father wanders away from God's instructions, it puts his children on the wrong frequency. This is deep, y'all. Most likely, he too was poorly programmed and passed those same preset stations onto his offspring. What type of programs did your father listen to? 
If he deserted you or he was deceased, how were you programmed by other people concerning your father? By now? (laughs) You should be convinced that you need to retune your dial until you're listening to KGOD 24 hours a day. Unfortunately, many people have been cursed with undesirable broadcast formats from early childhood. And it's wonderful to know that we have the power to hear God's liberating channel every single day. A day at a time, a moment at a time, a step at a time. Now, here is another example. When Gloria was growing up, she idolized her father. He pulled himself up by his own bootstraps and was a successful businessman. She longed to spend time with him, but his career kept him away from home. Gloria's father was an avid collector of expensive ballpoint pens. In the 1950s, it was a status symbol for a man to display those pens in his business suit pocket. From childhood, Gloria connected those pens with success, and she connected success with rejection. After completing college and establishing herself in politics, she met Greg. He seemed like the perfect match for her. What was perfect to Gloria? It was important that she marry a man who was a blue-collar worker, like Greg. For years, she was content in their marriage. Then, one day her husband began talking about finding a better life. He wanted to become a successful real estate agent. She had no problem with his goal, but she had a major problem when he achieved it. How could she have known he would become so successful? Even after his first million dollars, she was miserable. But why? She barely noticed that he had started wearing ballpoint pens in his pocket. One evening, Greg called from work explaining that he wouldn't be late, explaining that he would be late because of a business meeting. He gave her all of the details of where he would be and how he could be reached. When he returned home, Gloria was asleep. She awakened as he walked into the bedroom and began raging and shouting. She screamed that he was rejecting her and that he never had time for the children. Greg, who had made it a point not to put his work before his family, quietly responded, Gloria... I'm not the person you just described. Who are you talking to? In a flash, memories of her father began to flood Gloria's mind. She remembered the rejection, the loneliness, and the ballpoint pens. It all came together. Fortunately, Gloria was tuned to KGOD. She allowed the Lord to minister to her and to give her instructions about overcoming her past with her father. Much of how we think and feel is generated in our childhood. As with Gloria, many reminders stimulate our thoughts and decisions. Completely unaware, we're drawn to certain traits in people which have a direct tie to our upbringing. And again, these aren't necessarily good. They're just familiar. But much of it's hidden from our consciousness, okay? It's subconscious. We talk about this a lot in the God's Vibes Mastermind so you can see the difference between what happens subconsciously and how self-sabotage usually develops there, how that plays itself out in our consciousness, right, and things that we're aware of, and then how we can actually access God consciousness, and that can inform our conscious being, okay? So we go into that a lot in the mastermind. Only the Holy Spirit is able to reveal those areas in our lives that need to be cleansed or changed, right? That's why I find it imperative to have God at the center of any coaching relationship, 
personal development can give you tools, it can give you self-help books, it can give you, you know, different programs and things, but it's Holy Spirit, only Holy Spirit, who's able to reveal areas in our lives that need to be cleansed or changed, and it's Holy Spirit that gives us the power to do that, all right? Gloria had experienced rejection and loneliness in her childhood, and that was difficult enough, right? But other women have confronted extreme situations which profoundly challenge their ability to become complete, whole humans. So this could be incest, this could be molestation, this could be rape, this could be physical abuse. These cripple women, okay? Nothing short of touching the hem of Jesus's garment will allow victims of these crimes to have meaningful marriage relationships. Truly, all right? Now another one, and I'm just using made-up names, okay? Edith, Edith's childhood was a tragedy marred by disappointment and pain, right? She was awestruck to sit and reflect on all of these horrible things that happened to her, right? Sometimes we don't even recognize it until we're actually talking it out with somebody else, right? And it was also really interesting for her to recognize that she was kept through such horrifying experiences. And one of Edith's most outstanding features was the twinkle in her eye and the glow on her face. How could she be so joyful with a life that had been so turbulent? Edith overcame her past through forgiveness, reconciliation, and unconditional love. As she struggled to apply those godly principles to her life, the transmission signals from her KHTR, hatred, KSFP, self-pity, KRVG, revenge, KANG, anger, and KDSC, discouragement, weakened. Her determination was to fix her dial on KGOD. She did so, and her life was completely reprogrammed. Joyce, another one, an attractive single woman in her early 40s, was also challenged. So she started to learn, however, about personal stories and testimonies of what God's word says about forgiveness. And she hung around and really wanted to share some intimate details about her childhood. These details left her bitter towards her mother. And after listening to her story, it was easy to see why she felt justified in her feelings. Finally, she cried out, what am I supposed to do? Joyce was tuned to resentment, anger, bitterness, and judgment right? Her mother lived too far for her to see her, but she needed to be able to speak to her, to call her, to apologize. If you can't meet in person, it was important that she call her. This was her response. Me? Why should I apologize? She's the one who hurt me. (laughs) You need to call her to ask for forgiveness for your bitterness and judgment against her. Joyce frowned and angrily retorted, I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. It's not my fault. Well, then you will continue to spend the rest of your life as an angry, bitter woman. Joyce had never been married and wanted no children. Deserted by her father and hurt by her mother, there seemed to be no way she could receive the love sent through K-G-O-D. She left defiant and defensive. Another day... I saw her and she looked exhausted. She'd been crying all night. When I approached her, she said, I did it. Sitting down next to her, I asked, you did? What did she say? 
Joyce responded, she told me she loved me and wanted to be friends. She just asked that I stop judging her for the things she did in the past. That marked a new beginning for Joyce. She pursued the relationship with her mother and chose to honor her, although there were times when everything inside of her wanted to pull back. KBIT, bitterness, no longer had a receiver. Joyce began to transmit forgiveness and love. A short time later, she met her man, her partner, right? Before her father left her mother, Joyce had become very close to him. She had adored him. It was no surprise that her partner possessed many of his good qualities. They committed themselves to in-depth premarital counseling for a year's time. Joyce is not preparing only for marriage, but has decided that she'd like to have a family after all, right? So it's really, really interesting, right? If you think about your thoughts, have you in your life been tuned to KGOD? If not, you can make a concerted effort to reprogram your channels. And the reprogramming begins with a decision and ends with planned determination. Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. And it's wonderful to know that God gives you an opportunity to change the channel, no matter what your family has been listening to for generations. Are you tuned to KUFG, Unforgiveness? If so, the other channel that usually comes in just as strong is KJGM, Judgment. Unfortunately, listening to those stations causes people to transmit KBTT, better than thou. The message of Matthew 7, 2 says, In the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. One of the worst things we can do as believers is to pass judgment on another person. God is the judge. You are not. You are not. You do not bless somebody in judging them. You do not help them in judging them. And you hinder yourself and them. A guaranteed boomerang effect always brings our judgment right back to us. We may say, I just don't understand why that person can't stop drinking. Yet, if we examine our own lives, we can be sure we would find attitudes and behaviors that are difficult to change too. It could be overeating, shopping, or talking. Maybe some people are saying about us as individuals, I just don't understand why she can't stop doing whatever that thing is. Think about that. Really, really think about that. What station are you listening to? When we give up our right to judge the reason a person has committed a certain act, we release ourselves from being judged. At that point, we are reprogrammed with humility, kindness, and understanding. Another example. Janet was rocking back and forth on her knees with her face buried in her hands. She had come forward at a conference during an invitation. She was naturally beautiful, but seemed to have an ominous cloud around her. As she poured out her heart concerning incest, rape, and molestation, and many abortions, the Lord began his healing process. Toward the end, I had told her, you are very beautiful. Deep lines creased her forehead, and she shook her head back and forth. She replied, no, I'm not. I asked her, what words did your father use to describe you? She responded, he said I was a dirty whore. Can you imagine? And that everything bad that had ever happened to me was my own fault. I want you to repeat something after me, I gently prodded. I want you to say, God says I'm beautiful. Janet's ob 
expediently recited the statement. I then said, if God says I'm beautiful, that means I'm beautiful. As she repeated the second phrase, I could see her listening to herself. When she finished the sentence, it was as if the sun had risen on her face. She started to laugh. To God, all of us are beautiful. God makes something and says, it is good. When we begin to receive God's transmissions communicated to the Holy Spirit within us, we learn to view ourselves from God's point of view. The message is very clear that no two people have the same voice, hand, or fingerprint. That's also why I've got that fingerprint in all of my books, right? A lot of thought went into each person God created. Dare we look down with disdain on his handiwork? Who are we to do that? When you realize that you are exactly the way God designed you to be and that you are not an afterthought, you will begin to appreciate your appearance and your personality. No one can do what you do the way you do it. No one. God does not make junk. Stop receiving KLSI, low self-image, and stay tuned to KJOD so God can reveal to you the way he sees you. The messages we listen to also don't end with us. This is imperative that we get this. We listen and in turn, we become transmitters. Whatever is in our hearts sends out a signal that is picked up by other people. God's vibes matter. The only way we can stop receiving Satan's transmissions is to become totally committed to the process of being complete in Christ. Nothing else will do. No thing, no human can complete you. Only God will do. That is why it's important that if you've never done this before in your life to set aside time for reconstruction and reprogramming, right? That's a healing season. We've got to do this, especially after you've walked through trauma, a relationship breakup of some kind. After a loss, you've got to go through a reconstruction process and you can't rush the process. You can keep a journal. You can study your thought life and start memorizing scripture that will really counteract any thoughts that would not please God. You can allow the Holy Spirit to identify to you people who have hurt you. You can begin the process of forgiveness, reconciliation, and unconditional love. And if you're working on these areas, your programming is being changed and that is the goal. However, it's really hard for people to do this because often they stay tuned to KCND, condemnation. But there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ and do not walk according to the flesh, but walk according to the spirit. There can be condemnation when we are walking according to our flesh. Okay? Now, it's really, really important that we're starting to get this station thought, okay? (laughs) There's no condemnation for those that are in Christ. We've got to avoid the wrong transmissions. Whatever is taking place in our inner being is transmitted to other people. And as we change, so do the signals, both coming and going. So don't be surprised when you start feeling connected to people who have been around you for years, yet you hardly notice them. You will experience new freedom as you begin to drop your defenses. You may also find that some people aren't drawn to you quite the way they used to be. But be encouraged, right? Those tragic endings to fairy tale fantasies, let's say, that we have, don't have to happen to you. As you reprogram yourself and send the message of God's love 
peace, and joy, you will attract, let's call it your your partner, your godsend, not a nightmare, okay? This person will like you. They will be growing in grace, willing to work hard on the difficult aspects of marriage, and ready to enjoy the many pleasures of a strong relationship. If you meet somebody, right, in a season where you're healing, it's important not to get carried away because you're still under construction, right? And you can let that person know that you have a set time that you're going to just be committed to God, okay? And for somebody that truly wants to be with you, they'll be excited about what's taking place in your life. They'll also be grateful to God that his prayers are being answered, okay? That this person that God sends has been waiting for a man or woman just like you, and they want you to be complete in Christ before marriage so you can be whole together, okay? So some guidance here. I know for me, when I've gone through breakups, I've had to make the decision to put like a do not disturb sign on my heart. And often I will get a time period. I've gotten a time period for how long I'll be doing that, but it's really as long as God says, right? It could be shorter, longer, but it's usually a period of time, at least six months or more. You know, it's been years sometimes in different situations that I've walked through and had to heal from. Okay. But I put a do not disturb on my heart. I'm not actively dating. I'm not looking to be in a relationship. I'm not looking for a distraction. I'm not looking for a quick fix. I'm not looking to get out ahead of God. Like I'm genuinely looking to heal and check out my system and what I've been tuned to. Because if I don't correct that and reprogram that, I'm going to meet it again and probably worse than what I just walked through, right? That's why we see people who get out of a relationship, jump into a new one, end up having a way more intense cycle of abuse, trauma, neglect, emotional unavailability, whatever it is, right? Than they even had before that because they never healed and now they're expecting worse. They're tuned to worse and they get it. This is a big deal. Like do not think that you can skip your healing process and do not be deceived. You can't rush it, right? To be free indeed is a beautiful gift to be whole, to be made brand new and to be able to have this promise of what God's promised you, that's exactly what he has for you. But you've got to be ready for it first. And he has a unique process of getting you ready, right? We, we see this with Esther. Go read about Esther and the process and training she had to go through, right? If you really break down that story, she didn't come from the right background. She didn't see herself as royalty. She probably had so much insecurity to overcome, She didn't know how to embrace that training. She didn't know how to walk with her head high and be worthy. She didn't feel like she was supposed to be in that room. She probably totally felt like an imposter. Right? Yet she worked the process and got the promise. And the same can be true for you. So really think about this. Make a list of stations that you believe your father was tuned to. Men and women can do this. And check off how many of those you currently listen to. Is it, right? It could be lying, cheating, stealing, abusing, neglecting, pride, self-centeredness, selfishness, right? Check it out. And list any present or past relationships with men, right? Or guys with ladies. And how many of those men or women were tuned to your father's favorite programming? And this could be, again, this could be mother's programming too, okay? But really just think about this. We're taking it from the angle of men with women and how fathers impact their choices in men, okay? But this can be men with women and how 
mothers affect their relationship with women. It's really similar here, but it's really important to take a look at your programming because if you are not aware of what you're tuned to, you will meet it everywhere you go, right? Life is always showing us what we are tuned to. And if you want something different, you've got to do something different. You've got to actually program something different and it will be hard. It will be hard because it's not what you're used to. It's not familiar. But when you practice it and you when you become reprogrammed, you get a different result. And wouldn't that be worth it to you? How much is the promise worth to you? How much is a healthy relationship worth to you? What are you willing to sacrifice for it? Are you willing to sacrifice faulty programming for it? Are you willing to do the work to get new programming? Are you willing to be supported on this journey? These are all questions that only you can answer, but it won't change by default. It won't change just because you change the human. New human, same patterns, same relationship, probably worse. When you don't fix it, right? When you don't reprogram it, you've got to allow yourself to be reconstructed, right? Out of the heart flow all the issues of our life. And we don't, if we don't look at what's programmed there, we'll meet it everywhere. I tried to give you examples, right, of different scenarios and what played out because of what people were tuned to. There was a direct correlation between what played out in their life, what evolved, and what they were tuned to. So if you change your frequency, you change your life. That's why we talk about God's vibes matter. When God gave that to me, it was, yes, vibes matter. You've got to be aware of that. you got to be aware of what you're thinking, how you're feeling, and how you're showing up in the world because that is a frequency and that definitely not only impacts you, but everyone you're connected to, right? But at some point he sat me down and he's like, listen, yes, it's important to be aware of that, but not all vibes matter. What you need to be able to do is you need to be able to find me no matter what's going on. You need to be able to align and track with me no matter what you're facing. You need to be so intimately tuned to me that if I give you a new prompting, a new direction, you can hear me and you can obey with radical instant obedience. You got to be in step with me. There's going to be so many things that are trying to pull you out of alignment. And you've got to know what alignment feels like so that you're not pulled out. There's going to be so many things that look good, right? There's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end leads to destruction. There's going to be so many things that look like that, especially in the world we live in now, but they lead to destruction. Haven't you had enough? I don't know about you, but I definitely got to a place where I'm like, enough is enough. Like, Lord, help, help. Apart from you, I am nothing. And apart from you, I can do no good thing. Why would I even try to do it at this point? I already know how that goes. But I also know that apart from you, I can't do this. This is supernatural. I can't rewire myself. I've tried. (laughs) If I was so good at it, you know, I've invested lots of money, paid for a lot of programming, invested in lots of training. That didn't help me reprogram. It just gave me another thing to be practicing that didn't help me because I needed Holy Spirit and the power of God in my life. Okay, so this is an invitation. I hope this is helpful. If this is speaking to you again, you can listen to it from any perspective. You can listen to it for training to train up your child in the way they should go and pay attention to what frequencies they're tuning to. What are you modeling to them? They're probably patterning themselves after you. You can look at it as how you've been attracting certain patterns in relationships, right? Disguised as humans, men or women can do this, okay? And you can also look at it too, what is it that you want to do in the future? 
right? You want to be so intimately tuned to God that somebody has to be tuned to God too to see you. Right? If you truly want to build with God, you've got to have somebody that's on that station. So think about that. Think about that. We were talking about it really here from a partnership perspective because that's one of the greatest decisions that can infect your entire life, who you decide to partner with in your life. Let it be God first. (laughs) Take it from me that did not know that. Let it be God first, right? Then after that, start looking for people. Are they truly partner with God, right? Because somebody could say what they believe and then you look at your life and it's like, do you? Do you? Your fruit isn't really showing me that. Your love walk, your love ministry ain't flowing like that. Do you know God? Right? You'll know. You'll be able to discern it if you're living it. If you're not living it, how could you possibly discern it? Sounds good. Looks good. Well, you know who does that? The enemy loves to send counterfeit. Looks good. Sounds about right, but doesn't embody it or actually possess it at all. Know what that turns into? A nightmare. We've got to be wise and discerning. The Bible says, be wise as a serpent. Be on to the enemy's strategies, but gentle as a dove. Be able to operate higher and above it. All right. So this is an invitation to come up higher. We're going to talk deeply, not just about relationship as in terms of a partnership, but how you don't partner with patterns of drama in your life this week in a three-day challenge, breaking free from drama addiction. I encourage you to answer the questions that we offered here to evaluate what you've been tuning into, but to join us in this challenge. We have new and relevant topics every single month, okay? And it is not fluff. This is valuable content that will change your life as you apply it. And sometimes just hearing a word and getting this shift of perception is a miracle. And it's exactly what you need, exactly when you need to hear it, that brings the breakthrough that you need in your life. Do not discount something like this, okay? Get in the room, get your breakthrough. Your life is worth it, you deserve it. Get in the room, okay? So I hope this message blessed you. Join us in breaking free from drama addiction in the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. You can get plugged in www.courageco.org. You can try it for a few days for free. It's really a no-brainer, though. Investing in you is the best gift you can give yourself and everyone connected to you. They will thank you. Maybe not now, but they will thank you later. All right, everybody. I hope this message blessed you. And until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 12 weeks of content that we will go through together, or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. 
walking into any situation fully confident knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.